Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. know how you guys feel, but they're like the actors recently were like, "Oh yeah, we signed up for five Mortal Kombat movies." Like, I don't. Like, I think that's a little bit too much. I don't know if we'll make it to five. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the, the second and third one will have to do very well for them to get to uh to five there. Yeah, five. Like, okay, guys, calm down. You guys, you guys made a good amount of money in the first one, but who knows with the second one? Yeah, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not opposed to it. I saw it a second time. I think I told you guys very briefly. And mm-hmm. maybe because I, I knew what to expect the second time around, but I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. Mm-hmm. Still not a good film, but it's it's a fun, it's an entertaining film still. And honestly, yeah. I don't think the, the I don't think the middle act is as bad as they said it was. So I, you know what I say to that? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I'm sorry. Tyler, it doesn't give a fuck about you. <laughs> well, I never gave a fuck about it. Cole is going to take his shirt and go home. Cole can suck my black ass. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> what about black, black ass? Wait, you're black? <laughs> From the waist down, right, Tyler? Yep. Oh, Thank wow. you. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Okay, it sounds like sounds like Kyle's here. everybody to another episode of fellowship of the podcast uh today we have the whole gang here we have tyler matthew kyle brandon and myself everybody say hello what's up everybody hello. how is everybody hey. doing? it's going too fast doing well, doing well. it's going too fast <laughs> it's already may that too it's may yes yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, Resident Evil Eight, Resident Evil Village comes out uh, later this week, and I pre-ordered it. So yeah, I'm I'm counting down the days now. I'm pretty excited for for that release. But uh, yeah, we have a great episode today. Um, but uh, before we get into the topic, uh, let's just get the uh, the regular stuff out of the way. Uh, so Tyler, what is our social media accounts? Our social media account on Instagram is Fellowship of the Podcast, all one word. Lauren reads it over there. 
and over on Twitter, you can follow us follow us at FellowshipPod19. I run it over there. Uh, we both posted some great stuff, so give us a follow, guys. Sure. And uh, Matthew, what is our uh, or where can people listen to us? You can listen to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and right here in the Anchor app. For sure, for sure. And uh, Kyle, what is our uh, schedule for today? Well, our schedule for today is uh, we are doing another fan theory episode. And the theory we will be discussing is, A, what if George Lucas had never sold out to Disney? And B, what if George Lucas wrote the sequel trilogy? For sure, yes. This is a, another installment on our little mini-series called What If, inspired by uh, the upcoming Marvel series by the same name, um, yep. where we take different What If topics. So our, our previous episode that in this series was uh, What If Heath Ledger uh, survived and went on to do The Dark Knight Rises. So today's episode, as Kyle mentioned, is What If George Lucas never sold to Disney, and went on to make 7, 8, and 9. So, uh, yeah, that is our, our schedule for today. But, uh, Tyler, I understand you have a movie of the week for us. Yes, indeed I do. And this is a movie that I saw in theaters uh, about last week. And the movie that I'm talking about is Demon Slayer, the movie, the uh, Mugen uh, Train. Ooh. Yeah, it's an anime movie. Um, if you guys haven't seen the TV show or the series, um, you can watch it either on Funimation, Crunchyroll, or I think it's even on on uh, Netflix as well, and also on Hulu. Um, this movie overall is a fantastic, fantastic film. Uh, it runs about two hours, but it's like nonstop, just action there's a lot of dialogue but it's just non-stop action after action and the uh the animation the anime in this movie is just beautiful um beautiful atmosphere beautiful storytelling um uh i'll name a few um main characters uh tanjiro is by far the main character uh zenitsu is the um one of his good friends, and then they met uh, a uh, half man, half boar. Um, his name is Inosuke. Um, he's a he's a he's a clown, but he's one of the like uh, muscle head as well. And um, they met uh, Ahashirama, which is one of the like the top tiers of like the demon slayer killers. Um, he he has the ability to. Uh, uh, it's like a fire flame um, ability with the sword. And I'm not going to go into details, guys. If you guys have the chance, go out of your way and watch this movie. Or go out of your way and watch the series first. And then watch the movie because it will make a lot more sense for you guys. But again, not going to go into detail. Hopefully, one of these days, we can do a movie review on it. And just go out. I give it a five stars. To be honest, it's amazing, and on Rotten Tomatoes is ninety five percent. So, it's it's one of the best anime shows, and it surpassed um, Spirit Away in Japan. So, Demon Slayer is now the number one movie in Japan, surpassing uh, Spirit Away. 
No. Oh, but, it, but is it better than Mortal Kombat 2021? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Such, such anger and hate in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who heard the end of that episode knows what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, yes. Matthew and Tyler were very passionate in our previous episode, which was uh, our review of Mortal Kombat 2021. So... If you haven't listened to that, uh, please check that one out as well. That is, uh, we had a lot of great things to say, or I shouldn't say great things to say about it, but uh, somewhat great things. We, we had things. That. Let's just say that we had things to say about that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, like their passion almost matched my same passion for Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> <laughs> almost. We had we had a Brandon moment on the uh, that review of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime we get a, a very passionate, angry rant from now on, we're just going to call it pulling a Brandon. <laughs> no, I'll take it. I'll oh, take it. Boy. I mean, that is a compliment, Brandon. No, uh, you, no, you bring a lot me. of life to our reviews. No, I, no trust me. I, I, I like it. <laughs> you know what? But, put, that, uh, put it on the list. Put that yeah. on the list, Kyle. Put it on the list. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, let's jump right into the episode here. So, uh, I guess before we get started, let's set a, a couple ground rules here. So uh, I think it was 2012 when uh, George Lucas announced that he was selling Star Wars to Disney. I remember like it was like it was yesterday. Um, it was a it was a big deal. So let's just say instead of in 2012, instead of him saying I'm selling it to Disney, he's, instead he's going to say I'm going to make seven, eight, and nine. And uh, each of the movies came out in the same years that they came out in, in real life. So episode 7, 2015, episode 8, 2017, episode 9, 2019. So it's the same same timeline. And, uh, you know, for the sake of argument, and uh, let, let's just say, uh, so things don't get complicated, let's just say that uh, Carrie Fisher lived to do all three movies Okay. So just so it's easy on, on everybody. Uh, but other than that, I think that's uh, that sets our, our ground rules. Um, let's uh, let's let's start. Uh, whoever wants to jump in, Brandon, why don't you start us off, brother? Yeah, Brandon, let, let's hear you. Okay. So I uh, so in this one, we were pretty much saying like, what happened after Lucas didn't sell the rights to Disney? Yeah, like what would George Lucas's original vision of episode seven, eight, and nine? And I feel like we're probably going to build off of each other. Uh, but I just want to hear everybody's like for, right now. Just hear everybody's uh, basic ideas for for each of the movies. All right, before I get to the the the, the what if plots, I'm going to say this: like, can you guys imagine? Can you guys imagine if Disneyland never bought the rights, and then there'll be no Star Wars, Star Wars Land, no. No Mandalorian, no Rogue One. It's like no uh, Ray. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. No Ray Skywalker. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> like I know there's been bad moments in the uh, Disney Star Wars, but there's also been a lot of good moments. So it's like I don't know. It's kind of like it's kind of like fifty fifty on like on the good and bad way you think about it. Yeah. Also, yeah. too, when it comes to like. The first movie, episode seven. I don't know why the title feels George Lucasy. So I think George Lucas would have called it that. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. That sounds that, like a George... yeah, that's probably that's pretty uh, understandable. Yeah, I'm gonna keep that title. I think George Lucas would have named it this, just like that. 
I think didn't George Lucas had like a input on the name too? I or no, yes. he, he, was, he was. I believe so. He was told he was supposed to have input, but Disney didn't give him any input. Well, I know oh, episode. Yeah. I know episode nine. He had zero input. Episode, yeah. episode eight. He had some, and I heard the first weekends he had some input. Okay, so uh, episode seven probably been like the Force Awakens still, and probably the main characters would have been Luke and probably, probably been Luke. I'm not sure about Han Solo. He probably would have had the same role in the original Force Awakens because we all know Harrison Ford was not a big fan of coming back. He yeah, just, he just came back for the money. I, I mean, think who wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I he think probably, honestly, he probably he probably did it because of the fans. He doesn't need the money. Probably just for the fans. Yeah. Well, okay. So this one, I think it'll, it'll be like Luke. I think the story will focus more on Luke and Leia, and and uh, Le- Leia's because I think I think there's some books in the graphic novels that. Like didn't Han, uh, Luke, uh, Han Solo and Leia they had twins? Yeah, I believe so. In the yeah. original timeline, yeah, in the original graphic novels. Remember they had twins, and one of them turned evil, and one of them was good. That was literally Ray. That was that was literally Ray and Kylo Ren. I, I would I would love to see that timeline of what happened to Harrison Ford, you know, and Han Solo and Princess and Princess Leia. I think in this in this I think in this movie, I would think George Lucas would have liked the. General Leia idea. I think he would have kept it as Princess Leia, or something like that, like something royalty. Yeah. And then Han, and then Han Solo would have been the general, because George Lucas is old school, so he probably would have made Han Solo the general instead of Princess Leia being the general. I think she. I think he would have named her Queen Queen um Queen Leia or something like that, like, like kind of like a callback to Queen 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 uh, Amadala uh, Queen uh, Henry. Yeah, what was the uh, 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 Leia, Leia Organa? So Queen Queen Organa. Yeah, Queen Organa. Yeah. Yeah. Queen then, of a blown planet. <laughs> oh my god! Damn it, Matthew. Yeah. So episode seven, I, I was it probably would have been like Luke training the twins, and then the 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 male twin like goes rogue, and he, I guess that's Kylo Ren, and. Uh, he he goes he goes he goes off on his own and he finds he he finds like his his own people and it brings back the the empire back somehow like I want I want to know how he, because the first order it's pretty much like I don't know how the the first order is kind of weird we think about because like it's kind of like a rip off of the empire but then it, it was Darth Sidious's plan all along like I'm not sure like, episode seven eight nine are all like different. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, the first order was just a rip off, but in episode nine, it was my idea all along. <laughs> it should be called the la- it should be called the last order. The last order. <laughs> but if you think about it, it's, it's it makes no sense either in the last movie because you called it the last order, but in a way, the first order is useless because they don't use stormtroopers to kill the people at the end. He uses all his like druid like. Freaking like satanic worshiping like people and the Death Stars to go and kill everybody, but he has like a million of them and they still lose. Like that's impossible. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel I feel like um the, the, the male the male twin. I forgot what his name. I forgot the twins. Their names were in the graphic novels. Oh, I, I have the timeline up here. I think it's uh 
Anakin Solo and Jason Solo. J J A C E N is how it's spelled. Really? Yeah. <laughs> or I think yeah. And, and, and Jar Jar Solo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this timeline, Jedi Binks has been revealed. He's a, he's a Sith Lord. <laughs> well, we, we don't know. Maybe that, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, too. Why doesn't the main character? Why does the main character have to be human? Why can't it be like a main character alien? You know, <laughs> change it up. Just change it up. <laughs> no. All right, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this one, like um, Han Solo's son goes, he goes turns evil, and he he finds like um, he he finds like a cult clan that's like they miss the Sith Lord days, like, and they they had to a temple where it's like the the secret the secrets or the the past of the Sith Lords, and they see and they and they see that the Force must be balanced because again. Uh, Jedi's are hypocrites because they say we must bring balance to the Force, but but, but if they take down the Jedi, if they t- if they take down the Sith, it's not really balanced. It's just fully to the the light side. Uh, what, what you think about mm-hmm. it? So I I would, I would think that Hasso Hassan would see the hypocrisy and he calls out and he calls out and says that we need to kill kill um more kill most of the Jedi, keep some alive, and then like make it make make it really balanced. So he'll, he'll be like he'll be like the Thanos in the Star Wars universe. I feel I believe perfectly balanced. Yes, probably <laughs> should be. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I would I would I would I would do it that way. I would love the son to be like the uh, like like a th- like a Jedi like, like a Sith Lord Thanos. Like he, he sees the hypocrisy of the Jedi that the Force should be balanced because they always say that in the old trilogy and the prequel trilogy that because Anakin was the chosen one. Three rounds of the fours, but it's like, how do you really be balanced? He, he, he took down Darth Vader and killed Darth Sidious, so there's not really any Sith Lords left. It's just the whole light. It's just the light side is still alive. The Sith Lords were wiped out. So I would, I would love to see that war between, like, the Jedi and the new Sith. I want to call it to the, the new Sith, like mm-hmm. something like that. And then episode, then episode seven would have been like. The force awake. The force awakens, but it's like the force. Ha- the force had to reawaken because the Jedi's got so lazy, or the, the Jedi's got so lazy because there's no, there's no Sith left. And I, w- I would say that uh, Han Solo's son uh, and, his, and his new army, like really, like, like really puts a hurt, like really, like catches him off guard, and, and we lose, we lose some characters, or and then, and then that's when the war begins. In the end, of the movie, like the war. Begins, and then and then at least episode eight. So if if, if anybody else has, has any any ideas for the for the seventh one, I'd be my guess. Do you just want to uh, uh, share continue sharing your thoughts on uh, uh, seven and or sorry eight and nine, or do you want us to each do uh, seven before we move on to eight? I know. I think. I think. Oh, I think. Oh, I think we should oh, all. Okay. I have yeah. a few caveats before I even start my trilogy, but go on. All right. Um, if you guys want me to finish my trilogy, then I'll be fine. Yeah. How, how about each person just shares their their thoughts on the entire trilogy? So okay, um, okay, yeah, okay gotcha. Continue, Brandon. All right, gotcha. So the eighth one would have been um, 
who have been Star Wars, the seventh, I would have kept the same. Um, Flight Rodriguez would have kept this, the Force Awakens, eight. And the eight would have been, um, man, what's a George Lucas? Like, what's the George Lucas um, title he would say? Attack oh, of the Midichlorians. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would have been like um, the the Sith return. Oh yeah, the Sith returns. There we go. Oh no, there we, no because in the because um yeah because the Sith returns because and it's in episode six the Jedi returns. I would have done the Sith returns episode eight. Okay. Also too because remember the Empire Strikes Back was always the the second one is always the darkest one. Well, the, for the original trilogy it was not the prequels, but. I feel like George Lucas would have been like, okay, this Empire Strikes Back was the movie for the villains to like strike back. So I would he would have loved to have the villains like make this a um a villain, make the villains like the the the, the, the main focus in the eighth one. And this one, I would have made it so clear that uh, Han Solo's son is trying so hard to bring back to bring to bring back the Sith and it's, and. It, in order to bring back the Sith, he wants to bring back the big. He, w- he wants to try to bring back the big bad guy, Darth Sidious. But each time he fails, and then he realizes that, and he realizes that, that he, he realizes that he doesn't need the the old, he doesn't need to bring back the past. He needs to think about the future, and he, and he decides to, uh, and he decides to to become the new Darth Sidious. So so he changes his last name to Solo and changes his name to Sidious, because like I said, it's a, it's like a cult. And also, it would be like, it would be like a huge like diss at the um, Ray. Like I'm Ray Skywalker. Well, it's like Han Solo's like, well, I am the new Darth Sidious now. Like I, I, I'm gonna be the new face of fear, the new face of evil, pretty much. Yeah. Also, it would, it would really destroy Leia and Han Solo <laughs> that he changed his name to that name. Like like the, like that that same name was the one that always. Brought like pain to the to, to the Skywalker family, from the pre- yeah. from the prequels to the to the trip to original and then the sequels. Mm-hmm. And then this, and this one, like I would I would have had I, I would have had like the same. I would have changed it up and said it had a huge a huge battles, and then Han Solo, Han, Han Solo was the one that that t- tries to talk to his son, his, his son, and his and his son is like. That's like that son is no no longer here. Like it doesn't matter what you do, I'll always be the new the, the, the new Sidious because this universe needs true balance. And he said, and then he's like, I will not. I'm not gonna kill all of you. I'm gonna keep some of you alive. So I'll make so I keep my word because I'm I am no liar. And then he fight. And then in the end, he in the in the end he fights he fights Luke. He, fight, he fights Luke, and then. Sadly, he finds out that because remember with Skywalker in Episode Six, when he gets angry, he—that's how he defeated Darth Vader. Because for some reason, for some reason, anger always made the Skywalkers like double in power. When you think about it, yeah. So, 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 unfortunately for this one, like Luke get, gets gets beat gets beaten, but and then um, Han Solo's son was like, I'm like. Kill you now, but then Le- Leia pops out with her own lightsaber. It's like, what lightsaber? Like, if you want, if I, I don't believe you're really gone, I don't believe you're really evil. You're really evil to fight your own mother, 
and Han Solo's son gets called out. He's like, "Fine, I'll fight you to show you that that he, your son is truly dead." So he fights Leia, and then he realizes that, that and then he's about to strike her. He, he knows that he can't do it, and then Luke tries to persuade him. He tries tries to persuade him, and um, and then his son was like, "I know you're trying to do, trying to bring me back, but I am gone." And it looks like he's gonna strike Luke, but then he realizes that. But but then he re- but then he sees that Han Solo, Chewbacca, and and more men are coming behind Luke, and he's not gonna t- he can't take them all. So he's like, "Well, Luke, I guess I'll see you next time." And he just does a lightsaber throw, and he, and he kills Leia. Because okay. like you said, because like you say, he keeps his word, uh, and he he wanted to show his he wanted to show Eric. He got tired of people saying. Uh, that you're good, you're really good inside. I need you to come back. And he didn't want to be like Darth Vader. He didn't want to be like to like oh, like oh he's evil, but then he comes back to the light. He wants to show that there's no coming back. I, I, that's what that's what I hate with Kylo Ren. Is he good? Is he bad? Is he good? Is he bad? It was like it was like going back and forth too much. I I, I think I think it was like that's what I didn't mind when he killed Han Solo. Cause it was like okay, cool. He's gonna be evil the, the rest of the trilogy, which I like that. There's no more like like a rip off of Darth Vader because that's what Darth Vader went through. It was like good, bad, good, bad, and then Kylo Ren was just a copy of that. I want a villain where I was like, no, this guy is straight up evil. Like, there's no coming back. He's just straight up evil, and he's got he's got to take him down. So he kills like he kills Leia, and then unlike Disney, that didn't throw a funeral for Han Solo for some reason, we actually get a funeral, and in the end of the movie, and then Luke is like. If it's war he's want, it's this war he gets. Like we have to stop this guy before he really does, like just, like just destroy the force because because his sense of the is his his point of view of the force is totally different because he, he sees the force in a different point of view. So we kind of call back to like Obi Wan Kenobi, and that's how the eighth one would finish. And in the ninth, in the ninth one, would it be? We'll be in Star Wars. It'll be in Star Wars. Um, this is the end. Because I, I would, I would think that George Lucas. Because this is what George Lucas. He he probably wanted to stop at Episode Nine. If he just otherwise Disney, he was like, you know what, I'm gonna do one more trilogy, and then I think I'm done. I'm gonna retire. Yeah. So I, so he put like something like this, Star Wars, like this is the end or the final chapter. Oh, there you go, the final chapter. The final chapter. There we go. There, okay. there you go. That's a title. That's a, that's a better title. So yeah, so in Star Wars, the final chapter, the the, the book, the book of Star Wars officially closes. And then, and then this one, it'll be like the 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 Jedi and the Sith, um, go at it again. And then, and then we also this this the last battle takes place at Coruscant, where like because then Han Solo's son is like we must go back where it all began, like wh- wh- where the Sith first took over. Cause it was like Darth Sidious and them took took power in Coruscant, so he wants to retake the power in the same place where it all began. So, so the, the main all the main battles and everything takes place in Coruscant, and he's trying to form his he's trying to re, reclaim and the re, trying to do the rebirth of the empire. That's what's called the 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 rebirth of the empire. That's that's what it's, that's what his empire is going to be. And uh, before he does that, he goes to the temple, and he because again. He goes to the Sith Lord Temple and he goes to the history, and he see and he sees like, and he sees all the artifacts and everything. But then he sees an empty spot, and he uses a lifesaver and makes drawings. 
he does his own he does his own scriptures of him taking over. So he's already so cocky and saying he's already gonna win. That's why he already put in the he already put he already made his own timeline of his that he's gonna win in the end. So he he, he really is the new Darcyus because Luke even said in episode six that his confidence will be his downfall. So it'll be very It'd be, it'd be very smart to put that in the movie. In fact, if he's a new Darcidius, then confidence will, will be his downfall too. If he's a new Darcidius, so this one Luke goes back, and um, before he goes back, he talks to um, Hayden Christensen and Anakin. So uh, no, 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 not not Leia's, not Leia's um, memory or, or that stupid that stupid thing they said in Episode Nine. Oh, it's just, it's just Harrison. Ford. It's just Han Solo's memory. Like, no, it's just bring back in Christensen's Anakin, because because I I would love Luke and Anakin talking. It's like, should I should I kill like should I kill him? Like, if if I if, should I kill him and just end this, or should I look at it from his point of view? And Anakin would tell him. Anakin would tell him, "Well, you didn't kill me." So, like, think about it. Like, did, like, did you kill me? Like, no, you didn't. You saw some good in me. Like Brandon, yeah. No, it'd be better if uh, Anakin's uh, advice would be just throw him in a bat of hot lava. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget the high ground. <laughs> and he leaves. <laughs> no, no, Anakin's like, and don't, and I don't like, no, the true power is sand. Sand is <laughs> pocket of sand. <laughs> No, Anakin tells them, "Was like, like you didn't kill me. You saw some good in me. So, like, so before you decide to kill him, you have to try at least one time. And if there's no good, then it's up to you what you want to do. But re- remember, it, like somebody's at somebody. Some people are not fully gone. So Harrison, um, Han Solo, and um, G- G- uh, G- General is uh, his right right hand man, Akbar, um, Akbar." Uh, leave the the space battle against the the rebirth, the rebirth empire, and it's probably the best space battle of all time because because like I think Episode Six, Return of the Jedi, has the best space battle, and I, I think George Lucas does a great job with space battles. We think about it, yeah, because the intro of Revenge of the Sith was a really good space battle. I love that space that intro. It's it's like a real classic. Also, too, if it's, if it's the last chapter, of course, he would go out with a bang. He would probably throw out the best space battle ever. And sure. Han Solo, so, here's the, so Han Solo would be the general, lead the space battle to end of all to end all space battles, and then Luke and then Luke and, then Luke and um. Let me see. And you know what? Screw it. And you know what? Screw it. Like, we need everybody. We need the army and the boo. We need the Ewoks. We need the Wookies. <laughs> like the Gungans. everybody, I'll gotta bring more Gungans in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, let's leave them. <laughs> we don't need. I know. <laughs> yeah. So the Naboo army, the I guess we'll bring the Ewoks for the ground attack. Because I know Drew Lucas really like the Ewoks, so I think he would have pulled that move. And then in the end, and in the, in the end, oh yeah! And then the final battle, the lightsaber battle, it would take place in the same room where Mace Windu and Darcy just fought. That would be cool. 
And then, and then um, Han Solo sounds like this is the place where Anakin got his iconic name, Darth Vader. This is where Darth Sidious became the chance, the chancellor, the leader of the Empire. This is where it all began right here. This is where Execute Order 66 happened. This is where it all started when the, the Sith took their revenge. And and he tells Luke, like, the, the, the true rebirth doesn't happen until you're dead. Because as long as you're alive, you just keep finding me and fighting me and fighting me until the Jedi overtake overtake the Sith. And then ba- and the balance will be broken again. Like, right now, it's truly balanced. Like I will kill you, but I will leave. I will leave my. I will leave my sister alive, and she'll. And then she'll, she'll leave my sister alive, and she'll be the Jedi that will keep it balanced. But there can only be one Jedi, and there can only be one Sith Lord. So it's like it's either you or my sister gotta die, and he rather he rather have his sister live. So Luke, so Luke, and so, so Luke and um the son and his nephew fight, and. And and then it looks like Luke's gonna Luke's gonna kill him, but if, but in the 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 Sith, the Sith Lord uh, Temple, he learned how to do the the Force Lightning. So when he so when he does the Force Lightning to Luke, to Luke, um, the sister the his sister comes in, uh, and he tells and he tells um the sister that he has to shoot because when he's doing the Force Lightning to Luke and Luke's like holding hold like holding lightsaber like, perfectly placed, like she has to choose like to kill him or kill Luke. Like, he, Kill Luke, and to, and take his place as the main Jedi. But but in the end, she's like, then she's like, you make me choose between family. I can't choose. So he so, so when he's about, so he stops doing the, the lightning uh, force lightning, and he, he goes for his sister. But then Luke Luke jumps right in front of him, and he takes the t- takes the, the stab, and the, he takes the stab, and Luke falls down to the ground, and and then um, the sister don't realizes that he that he she must end this or his his hatred will grow. So they they finally have the battle that we've been waiting for all three movies, and the whole time the whole time is the sister's been training with Luke and and his and his and, and the Jedi Temple, and he tells her that when you lose, I have to I have to execute Order Sixty Six again and kill all the other students of of Luke's. So he tells her. So he tells her, just accept it, or just f- fight me, and I'll just kill you, and, and just leave a few, a few, like leave, leave one student alive. It's her decision. So are you go- telling me Grogu's gonna die again? <laughs> well, well, Grogu doesn't. Ex- Grogu doesn't. Ex- oh yeah, never mind. He does exist in the original trilogy. <laughs> he will find a way into George Lucas's new trilogy <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> So he, so the sister like fights him, and then the the son realizes that he's losing. He's like, "How can I lose you? I'm a new Darcidius. And she's like, "That's your problem. You left trading early, and it's, and just just gave yourself a title. That's not how the Force works." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "You sound just like my father, and that and that and and, and he sound just like my father. And for that, I will kill you now." And again, he, yeah, he goes. He goes for the killing blow, and he, and he says the same line from the third one: "You underestimate my power." <laughs> and she's like, and then she's like, "Bring it!" And then he does. He does the flip, and 
like, what? What a shocker. He does the same flip and she cuts off his legs. And then she's like, and then he's like, just kill me then. Just kill me. It's like, and she's like, no, when you think about it, you're right. Like, the force is not balanced. So I will keep you alive. I'll keep, I'll keep you alive, but you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison. Uh, and that's how you, and that's how you, that's how your vision's going to keep living on. As long as you live, your vision lives. But as long as you stay in here, no one else is going to die. So your plan worked, worked in the end because Luke, Luke is also dead, uh, but, he, but she'll keep the students alive and she'll be the, the new leader of the Skywalkers. And Han Solo will be, will continue. And then Han Solo, when Han Solo retires, she was, she would take the title of general, and and, and Jedi too. So, so she, so she'll she'll pretty much be the Ray of the Star Wars, but she'll she'll also go have some training, and she also have have a true arc instead of being a Mary Sue like Ray. And also too, um, Han Solo's son just gave himself a different name, and he loses for doing that because he became Darth Sidious. But in the end, be careful what you wish for because Darcy is lost in the end, and now the new CD is lost in the end. And that's how the movie, that's how the trilogy would would have went. Awesome. Yep. Interesting. Great. Hey, uh, are are you guys all right if I if I go next or yeah, or is Okay, all right. Uh, I'll try and make this quick. But uh, I guess uh, one thing I'll I'll say is um, if if this is really George Lucas's seven, eight, nine there is going to be a lot of prequel references because George Lucas yep. loves that trilogy. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yes, there, I will have a lot of references and callbacks to the prequels. Well, well, well that, that's why I had the Ewoks come back. I had Naboo come back because I wanted, sure. because it's the last chapter. So it makes sense for everybody to come back for, for the sure. last fight. So, uh, so my episode seven, uh, I was originally going to call it the force awakens as well. Uh, but I I chose not to, and I will get to that later. Uh, but uh, instead, I'm going to do, uh, for Episode 7, not uh, The Rise of Skywalker, but The Curse of Skywalker. Ooh. Episode 7. Uh, because it's Return of the Jedi, and ultimately there's this curse that follows in the, or in the uh, Skywalker family. So Episode 7... Um, has a lot to do with the force awakens but uh it's mostly in the flashback scenes that uh i felt like that's really where the trilogy should have began so episode seven is going to begin with uh luke and leia are basically training a new generation of jedi um but they're not doing it in this uh remote uh Jedi Temple or whatever, they are doing it at the Jedi Temple where everyone was trained from the prequels. But, yeah, so so that uh, that Jedi training temple in Coruscant, that's where they're doing it. But uh, uh, it's it doesn't look as nice as it did in the prequels. It's obviously a lot more run down now. And there's obviously not as many Jedi now, but uh, they're they're training more, uh, more people. And uh, uh, so there's also you got, uh, uh, I guess in the original um skywalker family tree uh so there there i think han and leia had three kids in the original the original timeline but uh i'm gonna narrow it down to two kids so it'd be jason solo and uh jania so it's brother and sister 
And apparently Luke Skywalker also has a son named Ben Skywalker uh, in the original like graphic novels uh, not or whatever. So he had a, a child with uh, somebody named Mara Jade. So she is, uh, she is a character in this as well. Uh, so Luke has a son named Ben Skywalker, but he's a little more of a minor character. And uh, so they're obviously training like all the, the new Jedi and everything. And uh, but Luke Skywalker, just like in The Last Jedi, happens to have uh, is starting to have nightmares of the Emperor. So that's how you bring the Emperor back. You don't physically clone him or whatever. You actually you have to have like hallucinations if you're going to bring him back. So he's haunted by his memories of of the Emperor, and that is a. Uh, uh, what basically turns away Jason Solo to uh, um, basically leave the the Jedi, and I don't know if he he might. I'm I'm debating whether he should become a Sith or um, whatever the uh, the in between Jedi and Sith is, where it's like a like a, a dark a gray Jedi or whatever. Yeah, I'll, get to, like, I'll get to that. Whoever, whoever has like a whoever has the dark saber, like he's he he doesn't want to be like a Jedi or a Sith. I'm thinking that's probably the route he would take because he, he sees faults in both of them. And there's kind of this, but ultimately he's going to go down like a Sith path. Um, so it, it's kind of in many ways kind of similar to, uh, um, uh, to, to, to Anakin Skywalker's demise. But um, so, yeah, you're going to have like a lot of like prequel locations and stuff. And of course, Han and, and Leia return. Uh, but Harrison Ford, as we all know, uh, he didn't really want to, he wanted to kill off on Solo, even from when uh, Return of the Jedi came out. So I don't see there's any way of him returning and doing more than one movie. <laughs> so uh, he has to die in uh, Episode 7, either way. So uh, uh, just like The Force Awakens, Jason Solo, or in the original thing, I think he's called Darth Cadius, is what in the original uh, Skywalker family tree, that's what his uh, alias is. He eventually will kill Han Solo. Um, it's kind of like a, it's it's not like a super epic film, but it, this is like what's going to kick off the trilogy. And uh, episode seven has to end with uh, um, a funeral for Han Solo. That's one thing we were kind of robbed of in the uh, in the sequel trilogy. Uh, so it, yeah, that, that's how it has to has to happen. And I, I'm thinking. The uh, the the final shot of the movie is going to be Jason Solo flying to Endor, and he he like goes in like I don't know he finds like some location and he he digs up a box and opens it and it's the burnt up Darth Vader helmet and Darth Vader's lightsaber, so that like will tease you for the uh, for the next movie. So, so that's that's the end of episode seven. Episode eight, and this is a title I think everybody's gonna love. Episode eight is gonna be called "Duel of the Fates." Hey, yeah, yeah. And this one is, in my opinion, this is gonna be like the two towers of the trilogy. This is going to be when it's referring to "Duel of the Fates." There, it's gonna end in this giant battle at Helm's Deep sort of lightsaber battle so it's a uh, darth cadius or uh, jason solo is uh um 
Uh, he, he's been kind of like with Kylo Ren, he's kind of like gathering his group of followers and they're like ex Sith or they, they are like he's training like new Sith because you know, he's kind of going down the similar path with, with Anakin. Um, and uh, uh, so so he's gathering like new new uh, disciples, I guess. But at the same time, Luke Skywalker is training um, the other Han Solo's uh, Han Solo's daughter. Jania Solo and uh, and Ben Skywalker, who's that, that minor character, and they're they're gonna go off and do their thing because he says like he says like hey you have to go enough and find uh, th- this one this one uh, character or, yeah the, sorry the ghost of Anakin kind of shows up throughout the trilogy because that's something I think we all were gonna agree on and I think something that that George Lucas would do but uh, they're gonna travel to. Um, some distant planet. I'm still trying to think what it is. It's probably going to be something like Tatooine or, or Naboo or something, like some some distant planet where it's not very populated. And uh, they're they're going to go on this side mission, and they're going to find Jar Jar Binks, but not in the same way that we know Jar Jar Binks, because Jar Jar Binks is very depressed. Because remember, George loves Jar Jar Binks, so he's going to bring Jar Jar back one way or another. Uh, so so it's, uh, it's it's not Jar Jar Binks and that like kind of bumbling, clumsy guy we all know from the prequels. He's like very depressed because he basically created the fall of the uh, uh, the Jedi, and you know he gave Chancellor Palpatine all the. Uh, uh, emergency power. So in in many ways, Jar Jar feels like he is responsible for everything that goes wrong in Star Wars, and uh, so he's very depressed. But he has like some information that the Ghost of Anakin knows that he will have, and or like Luke knows that he will have, and so yeah, they will. Uh, uh, Jar Jar will lead them, but he's only there for like a brief cameo because uh, George knows that he would it would be too controversial to have him as a main character. So, uh, yeah, Jar Jar is there for just a brief cameo, but he has to be in there because George loves him. And uh, there's also another character that will be appearing. And this is a character that Darth Cadius will come across because just like the Empire Strikes Back, he gathers a group of uh, bounty hunters to go track down uh, his, uh, uh, his his other relatives. And uh, uh, so this... this uh, uh, cameo that we will be seeing is uh, Boba Fett, yeah. and Boba Fett will uh, uh, he'll it, it, he won't we won't see like a flashback of him like coming out of the Sarlacc and everything. It'll be kind of like in the Mandalorian where we know he somehow got out of there, and that will probably be explained later or in a graphic novel or something. But uh, uh, Boba Fett is there. He's he has like a he's he looks very similar to, to how he does in the Mandalorian. Um, and Boa Fett, he just, you know, kind of like in the uh, Empire Strikes Back, he's not like a main character, but he's there uh, helping out Darth Vader, or in this case, it'd be Darth Cadius. So, uh, uh, you know, like father, like son, in, uh, or like grandfather, like grandson, I guess. And, uh, uh, and ultimately, this will end in the great big battle. Uh, but shortly before the battle, or during the, the first part of the battle, uh, Jason Solo, Darth Cadius kills Ben Skywalker. So, so now it's down to just the uh, the brother and sister, and uh, and uh, Luke will be avenging uh, his son's death. So, and then uh, Jason will eventually kill Luke off. 
just like the end of a uh, 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 so then episode nine is uh, going to be called and I think this is probably the most appropriate title and this is my reason why I didn't call episode seven the force awakens is because episode nine will be called balance of the force okay yes so uh, this is everything that like episode one to episode nine has been leading up to and uh, yeah, th- this is basically um, going to be the uh, like another like final battle, but it's between the the brother and sister because uh, Jania and Jason have like been trained, but eat, like one represents the light and one represents the dark side of the force. So in many ways, it's like Kylo Ren and, and Rey, but they're not lovers; they're actually like brother and sister. <laughs> So it's uh, each represents one side of the force. Um, I don't know how, but uh, somehow I, I think Leia has to die as well, just like in Rise of Skywalker. And uh, uh, but ultimately, I think how this movie needs to end is the entire Skywalker bloodline like comes to an end. So it's it it is uh, the brother and sister like both. I'm, I'm trying to think this out somehow, but I, I feel like somehow in order to bring truly bring balance to the force, and this is a theme that we've seen in uh, The Last Jedi, is the Jedi actually have to come to an end as well as the Sith, and that will like officially bring the force like into one. It, it is like no longer two sides. It is truly like it is truly balanced. There is nothing else. It, it is. I, I I'm trying to think this out, but I like I, the the point of this episode is really to uh, to build on everything that uh, has been setting up to episode one. Like Anakin was the prophecy; he's the one to bring balance to the forest. But nobody truly knows what balance is until this movie. So that that that's what I feel like uh, episode nine would be uh, building up to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm probably going to think of more stuff after that, but, uh, yeah, it, it took a little longer than I thought, but, uh, yeah, uh, let, let's hear the next person. Go ahead, Kyle. Okay. All right. So a few caveats I have to start with before I even get to a trilogy, but I think, I think mine will be a little bit shorter than your guys's anyways. Um, number one, the Mandalorian never happened. John Favreau and Filoni are never involved with the Star Wars series. Um, the Mandalorian Order is possibly part of the trilogy as a result, the sequels, the new sequels. Uh, George Lucas gives up his money-grabbing ways. He doesn't care about Jar Jar Binks, and he really wants to reform all of the controversies surrounding the prequel trilogies. So when he writes this new version of the sequels, he gets fans and writers who, who love the series <laughs> that he works with instead of making it a solo project like he always had. All right. So with that being said, um, I have no episode titles for my movies. I just, I couldn't think of them. That's possible. I don't have enough for three movies, but here it goes. Episode seven. Episode seven is a flashback episode. It is a prequel episode to episode one. Mm. Take place before that. The main star of it is Qui-Gon Jinn. And it's when he's about 
10, 20 years younger. So this is before he knows Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it turns out that Qui-Gon Jinn used to be, like what Lauren was, was talking about, used to be a gray Jedi. He okay. had not always been trained in the light side of the Force. He mm. had been trained the arts of using the lightsaber and how to use the Force, but he'd never been taught it in any good way. And his uh, associate, who he's with, because they're sort of grifting bandits in this version of the story, is Asaz Ventress, if you remember from Clone Wars, the animated cartoon from like 20 years ago. Okay. Um, so they go about, and they have some short, brief episodes trying to steal something of which... Qui-Gon Jinn has more objection to it than Ventress does. And this is also the explanation of later on in Clone Wars why Ventress is trying to kill Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan. So it ties back into that. Well, they know Palpatine at this point because Palpatine is an obscure politician in the Senate at this time. Okay. Okay. And he has this plan uh, with the Jedi, you know, as we know, with the Jedi, but this is before he's pure, pure evil, in that he wants the Jedi to not only use the light side, but to also use the dark side, in which he needs a really exemplary gray Jedi to be able to introduce the idea to them. Because he believes, according to his readings of the prophets, that that is the way that you balance the force. Okay. So Qui-Gon Jinn and him, uh, buttheads, have conflict. Ventress betrays him later on in the movie. And Qui-Gon Jinn refuses to do this, and he realizes that he has to join the Jedi and not be neutral on this anymore. And through the process, uh, Palpatine uh, gives him amnesia in the middle of a combat, so he doesn't remember any sketchiness that he was doing. He just remembers him as a, a senator that he worked with, which is, of course, just a trick of Palpatine. To which now the events of episode one happen, and at the very end of this, he meets, uh, meets Obi-Wan as a child, agrees to train him, and then that's how we get into the whole uh, beginnings of the prequel series. Uh, episode eight is now takes place just after episode six. So Luke is trying to restore the, the Jedi race, and he's a master at this point. And we now have the perspective from episode seven that um, apparently Palpatine have been trying to not destroy the light side, but try to actually figure out how to balance the force. So this is something that Luke has in his mind as he's trying to bring back the Jedi. But he speaks with the Force Ghost, Yoda Kenobi, his father. And they know that um, there's a darkness in some of the Jedi. They're not Sith, but there are these things called Dark Jedi, if anybody knows about them. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, there's a concept in Legends where you can be a Jedi who uses the dark side. 
So kind of like Star Killer in a way. Kind of like what? Star Killer. No, 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 not quite. No, there's apparently you can be a Jedi and be evil. It's just that under the New Republic, they tried to exclusively make Jedi light side. Okay. 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 So we also know that Leia is now the president of the Republic. And that Han Solo is in retirement and is hiding from public. And he's he's pretty good with not being in the public eye anymore. Uh And Leia has decided that given the event of the crisis and uh, the the imperial period, as it's now called, that um, the Jedi need to be a totally independent court, not tied with the Republic. And there needs to be special funding on how the force works. So she's bringing back the entire idea. And I thought of this because I was thinking, what would Lucas do? to sneak back in this semi-unpopular idea to try to make it cool. But she is trying to bring funding back to figure out the exact connection between midichloridans and the Force, and Force-sensitive individuals. Because she thinks that either they infect them, or somehow they only accumulate when there is certain kinds of Force powers at work. At least this is the theory that they're working off of. Uh, my part two to this is uh, the, the villain in this film is some sort of cybernetic dark Jedi who is using this uh, corrupted midichloridians midichloridians that um, Leia is using in order to slowly corrupt all of the Jedi who are still living because it's discovered that in order to have the forest, you have to accumulate certain power with the the life energy in the universe, and he has corrupted this energy. And the plan being that he's slowly going to corrupt all the Jedi under Luke. And he's trying to uh, bring back the great planet eater of old in the uh, Knights of the Old Republic era. Because he is trying to consume the galaxy. Instead of being the planet eater, it's going to be the galaxy eater. Ooh. Uh, To which, when Luke learns about this, he figured out through events that I didn't have time to think of how to connect them, that he has to time travel and go back in time in order to either choose to kill Qui-Gon Jinn or kill Palpatine before he becomes fully corrupt and evil. So he goes through various um, iterations of this whole thing, but eventually through that cybernetic dark Jedi, he, he figures out, he figured out through all of this that there is no future that you can change to stop the galaxy from being consumed by the galaxy eater. So your only choice is you have to let everything happen just like the way it did. Your fate is locked in. 
and you have to have it happen this way. And Luke gets into a big lightsaber battle with him. He dies, and that's when he realizes that he really does have to decide it this way, and this is the only way that the Force is balanced. Uh, other notes that I have on this is we finally get the rule of two explained. Uh, Dark Plagueis makes an appearance in Luke Skywalker's time traveling and with the cybernetic Dark Jedi. And I don't know how, but I would want Ashoka Tano to show up and she knows Luke somehow. Uh, those are the ideas that I have for the trilogy. I didn't have specific episode marker ideas, but that's broadly what I had for George Lucas, that it was going to get really weird and Star Wars legendy. That was, that was truly out of left field. I did not expect uh, Episode 7 to be a prequel to Episode 1. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool, though. I, I like that. Yeah. All right. So that's mine. All right. Um, I guess uh, yeah, either Ky or, sorry, uh, uh, Tyler or uh, Matthew. It's up to you, Tyler. Why don't you go ahead, Matthew? I want to hear yours. <laughs> Okay, you know, I've been writing notes. Uh, I've been writing notes, listen to you guys, and I don't have a full story at all, but I have ideas. Okay. okay. Um, hold up. I'm still writing right now. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Um, any more weird or crazy than mine. So, this movie, granted, I don't have a title or anything. And if you thought, if you thought, Kyle's was out of left field. Mine's even more out of left field. Ooh. But I actually kind of dig it. So, this movie takes place 20 years, kind of like The Force Awakens, 20 years after the fall of the Empire. So, what okay. happens is that every year, the gala the different galaxies celebrate an annual... The day the Empire uh, fell and lost to the Rebels, that same day, every year since... The whole galaxy, all the galaxies celebrate the fall of the empire. So there's a big party. Everybody's drinking, having a great time, partying, getting drunk, just having a great time. Smoking death stick. <laughs> so <clears throat> everybody's all celebrating. And during this scene, you see uh, Luke's not there, but uh, you see Han and Leia there with their children laughing and playing. And sitting next to uh, Leia and Han is Lando and his wife, which is she's some kind of like kind of alienish creature because you know Lando, he's a he's a smooth guy. He can smooth talk everybody. So he ends up settling down, I guess, with some kind of like really cute kind of alien girl, and they have a kid together, <laughs> a boy. So uh, Lando and his kids and his son is playing with uh, Luke and Leia's uh, kids. I don't know how many they have. I don't. I didn't think about that far, but uh, while everybody's having a good time, all of a sudden um, you hear you, <clears throat> something from the skies coming straight at the straight at them, and everybody's celebrating. It's just starts shooting them down like these ships, and these ships start coming down, and out of out of, out of it, there's not stormtroopers or anything like that. But there's just like these like just like these like maybe like hooded figures who have like kind of like guns and are just shooting down, mowing down everybody. And um, all hell's freaking breaking loose, okay? So everybody's screaming, running. Lando's looking for his son, and Han and Leia are, are, like, freaking out, too, looking for their children. They're trying to run and hide and all that. 
and all of a sudden you see out of the sky freaking this huge just like uh you out of the sky you see this huge giant like spark in the sky and this falling straight down on top of the people is a freaking huge like freaking jetpack missile and just blows up like a group of people and they're like oh shit and later during and it was close enough where han and leia and like lando get kind of like kind of thrown a bit and uh it's kind of like all like uh dusty and uh you know like kind of smoky and all that stuff so they're all coughing trying to figure out where the hell they are because you know they're just kind of out of it now because they almost got killed pretty much and all of a sudden you see something and another spark from the sky um shooting down and landing onto the freaking uh, ground and it's fucking boba fett with his uh, with his with his rifle aiming it at uh at han leia and at uh at lando and he says remember me <laughs> so, like robot chicken he's all like back from the dead assholes yeah so he's like remember me so they're like oh shit and they, they don't have any weapons or anything you know they're just they're just oh shit and um boba tries to attack uh attack han but leia like uh like attacks boba and they're having like a little kind of like squirrel and lando goes in the next try to fight them and this whole time this is going on you know Lando's kids, uh, Lando's kid and Luke and Leia's kid, they're all together, but they're trying to find their parents, but they got separated. So they're freaking out, kind of trying to find where their mom and dad are at. And they can see them from the, their parents from the distance. So they're trying to go to them. And during this time, not just Boba Fett, but when Boba Fett comes down, it's not just him, but a group of other bounty hunters come along with him. So he has a squad with him. They're, they have it all planned out. They're all ready to fuck up shit. While, you know, there's people just going around shooting, killing everybody. So... During this quarrel, uh, it's it's personal for Boba, so he's going to uh, try to kill Han because Han pretty much killed him. So Leia's, you know, interferes, and um, so he's he's fighting them for a while. And later, Lando tries to go into the thing, and while and it shows us a scene where Lando's son's trying to seize his dad, and he tells Luke and Leia's kids, "Hey, they're over there, and they're like running. They're all scared, you know, trying to go to their parents, screaming like, Mom, Dad.'" And um, while from a distance when Lando's kids running to his dad, um, Lando gets killed. So no. Lando sees his own father getting killed by Boba Fett. And um, after that, um, <laughs> I guess uh, after they're still like kind of fighting and all that, there's still kind of battle. Then all of a sudden, like Luke and some Jedi's come and arrive late but on scene and this kind of and you know the the bounty hunters and the and the and the bad guys or whatever they see that they're outnumbered by the jedi so they're like okay let's just go like we're overpowered there's no point in fighting we're get fucked up it's not like the jedi are gonna uh go after us and chase us you know they're just gonna protect their territory make sure everybody's safe so they kind of leave so the movies starts very extreme on, on a sour note where you know a favorite character dies but he's talks to his son like hey don't be afraid uh han and leia are going to take care of you so this this uh, m- new main protagonist is not luke's kid or han and leia's kid it, the main character will be focused on uh, lando's lando's child Ooh. now i'm interested and um so during this time, Luke has been kind of distant from Luke and Leia because 
Um, although he would love to just enjoy a life of life free of happiness and like relaxation because the quote unquote Sith are no longer in existence and the empire has fallen. He still feels that something's going to happen. And during this whole time, he starts training a new, a new group, uh, a new group of Jedi. And this time it's not like you, he can train anybody as long. We, I don't want to say I bring in metachlorians, but I mean, you kind of could, or he doesn't, doesn't matter whether or not you don't. It's either like, Oh, you want to take your child to like, if your, if your child has this kind of like, like this kind of uh, sixth sense where like Luke can kind of tell who has the, the you know the jedi in them or i don't know the force in them you can kind of sense it and like hey and he'll go to people and say like hey i noticed your child is special um if you'd like i can take him under my wing with my other with my other uh jedi masters and we can teach your son or daughter how to how to become a jedi with your permission and some will say yes some think the jedi are still crazy and a cult and stuff like that but this whole time luke's kind of been away from like kind of society just training focusing on training these these young kids and teenagers and adults so there's a new jedi council and luke's kind of like the yoda of it he's like the head of it and you know he's training this the obviously new so it's not like the force awakens where like he's training and all of a sudden like there's he never has a full established group of jedi it's just kids and kills them no like he actually during this time he was able to get uh, teach people to actually become Jedi masters. So he has kind of a council of Jedi masters with him at the center of it. So he's kind of like how I would say is as far as powder, he's, he's kind of like Odin in like the Thor series. Kind of like, he's like the, he's like the, the threshold. He's like the stronghold that brings it together. Yeah. And um, so they're tra- he's been training these Jedi as well as the other masters training these Jedi in preparation of something happening. Cause he knows something's going to happen. Things are just too, I've been too relaxed and chill and carefree for for so long. He knows something's going to happen, and then it, there's a, a fast forward to Lando's son growing up. But he's kind of a scoundrel because although he's been taken under Han and Leia's wing, he has this rebelliousness to him because his he saw in front of him his uh, his father being killed, and I I didn't say his mother, but yeah, his father and his mother being killed. So although he knows that Han and Leia are there for him, he kind of does his own kind of mischievous stuff. Uh, he's kind of like a Han Solo, but not Han Solo. Because at this time, Han Solo, he's not like the the sequel ones where he's like still goes back to his old ways. No, like he's a family man now. He's with Leia. They have kids. He's matured and, you know, he's there for his family, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, 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 uh but Lando's son has this just this anger towards this bitterness towards not only to the people who killed him, he has a grudge and wants to kill them, but he also has a huge grudge against uh, Leia and Han because they weren't able to save his parents from being killed. So he has a dilemma and not just that you find out later on in the films that uh, Lando's son has this, that has the force in him too. And he has like this dilemma going on now, as far as what happens next, I'm not sure that's just literally just a starting point, but other things I was going to bring back into it. There is death sticks are a major part of the film where there is uh, drug trading going on and people are uh, in the underworld of uh, star, the star Wars underworld. Uh, their uh, death sticks has become a really bad thing. And 
people obviously when they're influenced with the death sticks they uh they act and react in like very violent and aggressive ways and uh uh luke or han and leia are trying to find out what's what's going on what's causing this and so is uh, luke's not really worried about that he's just worried about the biggest the bigger threat the sith coming back or just any higher darker power and um during this time you know Orlando's son uh he has this anger but he's still kind of a good guy you know, he's he's uh, he gets involved with all this, like just doing his mischievous stuff. He ends up uh, being be, uh, being welcomed within the the Star Wars. Um, what do you call it? Like uh, underground and stuff like that. So you see the introduction of him being greeted by a future ancestor of like Jabba the Hutt and there and the Hutt's ancestry and stuff like that. <clears throat> and uh, the other characters that take place in Tatooine and all stuff. But uh, ultimately, yeah, Death Six is another issue that affects citizens and stuff like that, uh, allows them to react violently. And also, you see a return of um, two major characters, not themselves, but their ancestors. One of them is, uh, I would say, maybe not the daughter, I'm not sure if the daughter or granddaughter of Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, Okay. She's in charge. She's in charge of the new military, that uh, the new bad guy group that's going to be in charge. And not just that, the person who is kind of the Darth Vader figure for them, it's they're kind of equals. Not one's over part over the other, but their partner in crime is the son or grandson of Darth Maul. So that's all I have. But I'm not going to lie, that sounds pretty fucking badass. I like it. I'm literally <laughs> getting goosebumps right now. I don't know. Why. <laughs> Again, I don't even have a full flesh of story. I just have like a beginning, at least a little starter point, and like things that you could add there to make it like really intense. And I don't know that just that just when I hear you guys, I was just literally writing notes like, "Ooh, this sounds like this be great." Because I don't want anything to be anything close to the Disney movies. Because I don't think Luke, Lucas would have that kind of thing. But then again. I'll be honest, I don't think Lucas would write anything like this. This is more of, like, my Star Wars film, but, yeah. <laughs> True. Actually, uh, Matthew, yeah. you, made me, uh, you made me forget, but, uh, um, yeah, yes, uh, Lando Calrissian is, in fact, in my uh, series as well. Uh, he's not, like, as big of a character, but, yeah, he's for sure at the funeral for Han Solo, and, yeah, he helps out every once in a while. And he probably has a, a child or somebody helping out as well. Yeah. Yeah, the thing I wanted is that I don't want the main character to be like a human character. So, like I said, his wife in in my story is like she's like an alien. Okay. So, like it's kind of like a hybrid between the two, but it's a very likable character and a very realistic character. But they're not like, oh, am I good? Am I bad? No, like they they're just literally kind of like Han Solo. Like they don't give a shit about everybody. They just have they're just like an angry kind of person, frustrated person, but they're willing to help people when necessary. Like there's good in them, but they have an attitude. For sure, but but yeah, so I thought it would be pretty intense and yeah. Yeah. All right, Tyler, let's hear your uh, idea. All right, um, fuck. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say this before I start. All your guys' ideas are fantastic. Um, I love each and every single one of them. Um, I think mine is ba- not. I don't want to say very very basic. It's more like kind of pointers like what Matthew just did um so 
I kind of like the fact that Lawrence titled the uh, the uh, the Curse of the Skywalker. Yeah, I, I that's perfect. Like to me, that's just perfect. So I'm gonna take a knockoff from yours, but instead of having Han die, it'll be Han and Leia dying. And okay. The per the the one of the kids, uh, uh, Jason, Jason, right? Yes. Okay. So he kills both of them, but his sister does not have powers and she has nothing in the way of the force. So that's not, that's a left field for me. Okay. So, uh, he tries to kill her, but Luke steps in the way and, uh, Jason stops and he, he noticed like he can't beat Luke. So he leaves and he looks towards um he looks towards Leia uh Leia's and um Han's daughter and Luke says I'm going to train you and but the daughter says I don't want to be a Jedi I don't want to be anything like what you are uncle and she literally runs away and then that's where Lando comes in and says don't worry I'm going to take care of her like everything will be okay well we're going to have a funeral for both Han and Leia so the funeral starts and then Luke gets hallucinations like in his dream but instead of dreaming of Darth Sidious he having, he's having hallucinations in his dreams about all the Jedis that were been killed but there's one person that he has never met. And Qui-Gon comes into his dream and says, don't worry, there is another one of me. And so he wakes up and he walks outside. It's pouring, raining. Um, and he sees both in Jedi ghosts uh, Obi-Wan and Yoda and he walks up to them and Yoda replies to him saying yes indeed there is another one there is another Qui-Gon the, uh, a lost child of Qui-Gon Jinn's and so <gasps> Obi-Wan tells him yes you have to go to um, uh, I'm trying to think of a planet right now uh, you have to go to a uh, um, Naboo. So Luke travels to Naboo, and he's searching for for uh, Qui Gon's lost child. And so he goes to Naboo. He talks to um, uh, I don't know if it's still Queen Amidala. I'm just gonna say that she's still there. Um. And Luke's asking questions about uh, uh, a lost child of Qui-Gon Jinn. And she said, I haven't heard that name for over hundreds of years. You know, my mother was telling me about stories about, you know, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn. And so she said, yes, I know I know where the, the child's at, but the child's been living on its own for years. And so um, she says that they're not, she's not here, or he, he or she is not here on Naboo. 
they're in Endor. So Luke is like, oh, fuck, I got to travel back over there. <laughs> and so he travels back and he goes there and searches for everywhere. He sees all the Ewoks and and obviously the, the Wookiees as well. And he's asking them questions. And and so one of the little Ewoks um, tells him to follow him. So he follows him and in this cave um the child comes out and Luke looks at the child and tells them or tells that person are you the child of Qui-Gon Jinn and all of you here is just a lightsaber goes pops up and says yes i am and that's how it ends that's that's wow. yeah Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm interested to see how, how this turns out. I feel like somewhere with all of our plot, there's some weird combination where we would be making the What If sequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, yeah. So, uh, I don't want to continue. That's just something that I just popped up like, directly in my head. I have no notes on me, nothing. It's just completely off the top of my head. And I don't think that's something George Lucas will ever do, but it's a thought because, uh, like we all like we all say, he loves the prequels. So why not bring something back, um, like planets like Naboo, and going back to the the original trilogies to Endor, and uh, on Tatooine as well. So, yeah, that's just a that's just a thought, and you know. The cameos from Queen Amidala and the Wookiees and Ewoks. So that that's 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 just me (laughs) saying for George Lucas if he ever did that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like one like he would probably have at least like a reference to Qui Gon Jinn. Um, Because remember, like Qui Gon Jinn was like the. It, it was implied like he was like the first one to like really unlock the uh, force ghost ability yeah. in, uh, in episode three. So I feel like, like, yeah, pro- like probably Luke or, or somebody would, uh, or Leia, you know, would probably, uh, contact Qui-Gon Jinn as they're contacting like the ghost of Anakin and the ghost of Yoda and, hell, they'll probably put an Obi-Wan even though, um, the, the original actor died, but, uh, They'd probably use Ewan McGregor, but then, like, CG uh, the original actor's face on him. Uh, uh, Sir Alec Walton. Alec Guinness, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like like he almost certainly would have tied something back to Qui-Gon. Yes. I mean, if you really think about it, like, we only saw him for that, you know, that uh, episode one in the prequels, and we didn't really get enough about who the Qui-Gon was and like Kyle did in his um, you know his theory which I absolutely liked liked a lot so why not bring back something that you know that wasn't really in throughout the series or the saga itself why not bring it back I have a better I have an even cooler idea let's hear it how about, how about instead of bringing back like Qui-Gon or whatever bring back Tony Stark 
Oh my god. <laughs> hey, hold on. You got to explain. No, just bring him back. Like Tony Stark locks in on the Star Wars set and be, is all like, wait, this is the wrong movie. <laughs> then, then you have Star, Star Wars versus Marvel, the movie. Oh my gosh. Iron Man versus Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, okay. That's not, that's not even a fair fight. <laughs> I was to a fair fight. Yeah. Make no offense to Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that should wrap it up for tonight, right, guys? Or does anybody else have any last words to say? No, I think I think yeah, I think we all got, got, got everything off our chest. I feel like there would be a bunch of random cameos here and there, like uh, uh, the uh, Obi Wan's uh, uh, chef friend from Episode Two. I bet I feel like he would make a cameo. <laughs> Oh my god! You know, it would be a great movie if, if it wasn't a trilogy, but if it was a solo film, it would be called "Old Man." Uh, it'll be called uh, "Old Man Jar Jar." <laughs> so it'll be like it'll be like Logan. It'll be like Logan, but it'll be like a dark, gritty film about Jar Jar Binks being old. Oh my god! All right, I think that will end this episode. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Wait, I, th- I have one more thing I uh, I feel like would probably be at like the very, probably somewhere like towards the, the very end or maybe somewhere in the, the middle of mine. But I feel like there would be another cameo by um, Anakin's friend from episode one that was like the, like helping him with the fire racer. But he's, yeah. like a, he's like a grown adult and he's like an old man. And, uh, and like he finally found out like his best friend from childhood was a, uh, a, uh, like this evil dictator Sith that uh, like killed the entire Jedi and all the younglings and everything. And uh, yeah, he's probably just hanging out on Tatooine, but I feel like that would be somewhere in, in my plot as well. Like uh, uh, Luke probably finally meets him or what, or uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, children of Han and Leia or Luke probably uh, uh, meets him and uh, he'd be like, yeah, I know your grandfather. And then he, he's uh, like, like he was a monster. He destroyed this entire galaxy. And he's like all, all like drunk and, and smoking a bunch of death sticks and stuff. So yeah, that, that would probably be in there. As well as Jar Jar being all drunk and depressed. Yeah, my, my trilogy is very depressing. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'm noticing that, that theme. <laughs> but Star Wars is all about is is all about like raw emotions and uh and depression and and dark sides and <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, jar, jar 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 is a seller of death sticks and he owns his own uh his own uh nightclub or uh a gentleman's club oh my god oh, no. <laughs> Can you imagine like he he smoked so many death sticks that like his jar jar voice is all raspy after like 40 years <laughs> And his his his, 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 uh, his gentleman's club will be called Oki Day. Oh my God! No. <laughs> oh my God! So many ideas. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing to say. <laughs> Brad, Brad is just like, what the fuck just happened right now? I'm kind of <laughs> glad you're looking. At this point, at this point, I'm kind of glad you're looking for the rest of Disney. <laughs> you, 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 you have a, you have a, you have a Jabba the Hutt esque 
a creature uh, dancer, pole dancer. Oh, no. <laughs> the giant slug just sliding down the pole. <laughs> oh, my this God. This is truly the darkest timeline. <laughs> Tyler, I <send> it. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, Brad is like trying to take us out. Or yeah, let's, 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 <laughs> let's end this. Let's end this before we get canceled. <laughs> you're, you're giving them too much time to create too many more <laughs> interesting <laughs> theories. <laughs> okay, before we end the episode, oh my God, Lauren, what is next week's episode? Uh, next week, it's a it's a long time coming, but we're finally going to talk about Wandavision and. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes, this was recommended by Brandon. So, Brandon, uh, tell us a little bit deep about both shows that what we're going to be doing, and go right ahead. Well, this is basically uh, a McDonald's episode: buy one get one free, pretty much. There you go. <laughs> McDonald does that? I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Do they? I keep saying that. Oh, I'll take a McDouble and I'll get another McDouble, and I was like. Oh. I will shamelessly sponsor McDonald's in the next episode if they pay me. Sponsored by McDonald's. Are you com- are you comparing our podcast to junk food? <laughs> no, well, no, it's no, not but... exactly like those nasty, healthy vanilla bars. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's like I said, it's gonna be a two for one. We're gonna do um, Monovision and Falcon Winter Soldier. We're gonna kill two birds with one stone, and. We're also gonna we're also gonna do this because it's been a lot of time coming. I'm pretty sure like all of us are caught up on it. I think Laura and Kyle need need to watch a couple. Uh, the I last need to finish up Falcon Winter Soldier, like the last episode of him. Yeah. Other than that, I think we'll be, I think we're confident. Well, as we're long confident. as you know Captain America's dead, that's all that matters, dude. Oh my gosh! Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> don't don't. He's just trolling. He doesn't he doesn't know if he doesn't know that he's dead. Uh, Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it'll be it'll be an exciting episode. I can't wait to see everybody's opinions and who knows, maybe somebody might have might have a passionate rant. For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> maybe hey. And if George Lucas is listening to us, how you doing, baby? <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. Matthew, what is our social media account? <laughs> our social media account is Fellowship of the Podcast, all one word on Instagram. And if you follow us on Twitter, it'll be Fellowship Pod 19. Yep. Absolutely. And Lauren, where can people listen to us? You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, right here on the Anchor app, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. And I think that's it, right? Absolutely, and many more um, platforms to listen to us mm-hmm. too. Yes, yes. And, hmm. You know what? Kyle, close us out, brother. All right. Cutting down and fading out. Um, I, I lost my train of thought already, but good night, <laughs> everyone. Oh, my God. And, and may so the that's... force be with you. Yes. Um... And also with you. Yes, uh, May 4th <laughs> is around the corner, so, um, yeah, so everybody said, uh, may the 4th be with you, but in reality, may the 6th be with you, all right? <laughs> uh, fuck you guys. Good night. <laughs> I'm kidding. Good night. <laughs> Until then, guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. Peace out, everybody. Good night. <laughs>
you cry when you know how the story ends? How can you lie when you know that it hurts your friends?